No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Winter is almost over and it is time to start thinking about what you are going to be doing in the spring. Dust off those Birkenstocks. <laughs> and that, that crusty tie-dye that's been hanging in the, in the closet all winter. Those dust nice that, shorts. Yep, dust that shit off and come with us to Skull and Roses Festival April 19th through the 23rd. That's right. At Ventura County Fairgrounds. Featuring two performances by Phil Lesh and Friends, Dark Star Orchestra, O'Teal and Friends, Leftover Salmon, Melvin Seals, and JGB, Grateful Shred, and the Latin Dead, Sages and Spirits, Boombox, Cubensis, China Cats, Jerry's Middle Finger, Forgotten Space, The Alligators, Warlocks of Tokyo, Dogs in a Pile. G- Garcia birthday band circles around the sun moon Alice okay I th- you think know what? you get the you picture you guys get the picture it's four and a half five days of fun in the sun down on the beach in Ventura California and I'll tell you what if you ever wanted to know what a true to life Grateful Dead show was like this is the closest you're going to get these days tickets are available now you can go to skullandroses.com and check out all the tiers that they have there and also you can check out wallofnews.love for all kinds of amazing articles and information on the bands that are going to be playing Skull and Roses and this year. Check it out too if you're into like celebrating days and like dressing up and stuff they're having five specific days. Bicycle Day, 420 Day on 420, Chinese New Year, New Year's Eve and Mardi Gras. That's right. So if that's not enough fun for you, I don't know what is. So come on down, spend some time with No Simple Road and all those bands we just mentioned down at Skull and Roses Festival. Go to SkullandRoses.com. Get your tickets now. It's on the beach. It's that time of the day and your stomach has started to growl and you are wondering what to do about it. And No Simple Road is here to make up your mind for you. You should go over to Fire on the Mountain. Fire on the Mountain. If you live in Portland or Denver, you got locations, three locations here in Portland, two locations in Denver. Lucky you. They are serving up the best damn chicken wings you ever tasted in your whole entire life. But it's not just wings, everybody. If you are a vegan, they got vegan drumsticks. It's soy protein wrapped on a sugar cane bone. They're not leaving anybody out. Yep. And they got the PDX nuggets here, which is breaded soy nuggets, which are also vegan, by the way. Dang. And, you know, when you think, like, I'm going to go to a chicken wing place, you're thinking you're not going to eat good. Well, they also have salads. They have, like, a buffalo chicken salad, a mandarin salad, a Jamaican jerk salad, peanut chicken tender salad. 
So it's not just that Jamaican jerk salad. That Jamaican jerk sauce is so good. It, it is my favorite still. And if you're sitting there and you're like, Aaron, I don't live in Portland. I don't live in Denver. Why do I care about Fire on the Mountain? Here's what you should do. You should go to PortlandWings.com, hook yourself up with a bottle of sauce and one of their t-shirts, and you can sit at home and have your own private Fire on the Mountain party That's wherever right. you are. Don't forget the socks so you can kick your feet up while looking at your socks <laughs> That's eating right, your wings. Man. So please, go check out Fire on the Mountain. They are part of the No Simple Road family, and you know what? We love them. You will too. Fire on the Mountain. At Shop Tour Bus, they are always putting out new designs for you to freshen up your wardrobe. Right now, they've got the wheel pre-order, and it's the 71 Beetle bound to cover just a little more ground. And they have it in an orange, green, and a blue background. Shop Tour Bus is the online lot's finest purveyor of Grateful Dead-inspired t-shirts, hoodies, stickers, and more. Go to shoptourbus.com online or at shoptourbus.com on Instagram, you are going to see the coolest shit you have ever seen in your whole entire life. And then when you order one of those beautifully designed Shop Tour Bus merchandise picks, you might be the winner of a fantastic bootleg that they're going to throw in there. That's right. So they're going to send you your t-shirt in a beautifully designed box and with some little fun trinkets. All kinds of cool shit comes in that box. Yeah, pencil to spool your bootleg, maybe some gum, maybe a little army man. You never know what's going to be in there. You got to order it to find out. What were you going to say, Apple? I was just going to say, their chance of getting a bootleg, they just got restocked. Somebody sent them another box of bootlegs. And I was just going to say, I just wore one of my shop tour bus shirts today. They are so comfortable. I can't stress that enough. All right, so so when you order... Put in the promo code. No Simple Road, all one word. And you are going to get free shipping free from shipping. our family over at Shop Tour Bus. So go check it out. ShopTourBus.com. Put in the promo code. No, no Simple, Simple Road. Road. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available, and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. 
Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. sound like you give the title out very often yeah. but, but because his that voice of his if anybody ever listened to king diamond it, it that voice of his was ear piercing oh yeah you know, yeah you don't need that a lot Do, i remember our friend doug was like really into king diamond mm-hmm. and the whole like king diamond ethos yeah and his i like, got several of his lps with the painted face you have still uh-huh yeah in the in the basement yeah in the basement yeah, I got all. I never got rid of any. I got all my metal stuff, everything. Like what? What? Like what? Do you think is your most treasured, expensive album that you have down there? Exp- expensive? I don't. Well, like not expensive for you. Like it. like uh, what's the word I'm looking valuable. for? Valuable. Thank you, Mel. Collectible. Yeah. Like what do you think is the most valuable to, vinyl? To me, I, I don't know. Like I have every Iron Maiden, every Aussie, every every like Judas first Priest. Huh? Yeah. Like bought back when they came out, when they were released, like early '80s stuff like that. All Scorpions, all you know, all those bands. Yeah. What I'm hearing is that you have the down payment for our farm in the basement. Probably I have a lot of weird stuff too. Celtic Frost, Death Angel, stuff like that. It's an okay overkill. And then I have like all of the Billy Joels. <laughs> Do you really? All the Steve Martins from the '70s and '80s. What? Yeah. Yep. Holy shit, dude. I didn't know that. Yeah. I live here. I, I'd i have been pilfering that shit and going and selling it. Damn. I could have paid for my Mexico trip. That's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no. No Simple Road family. We're back for another installment of the No Simple Road. Weekly it's Apple. Rewind. I'm Apple. And it's Mel. <laughs> what? And it's Darwin. I mean, what? Aaron. It's and Darwin <laughs> and Aaron. And we're here. And, and Mel we're and here. I... Uh, we are we're sitting right here we're, talking we're to you guys. Probably at the Cancun airport right now. No, not yet. No, no, we're, we're it's Monday. We're Never mind. Out. I'm not. We haven't left. Relax. Yet. I'm excited. You already did what it. What do you want me to do? You I'm excited. I feel like we should do like something like <laughs> in a world, two members of No Simple Road go to Cancun <laughs> on a vacation. Well, I, all right, keep going. That sounds scary, though. <laughs> I want it to it's be supposed fun. to be suspenseful because you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> They find love. They have stomach medication and stuff to go with that, just in case, because you never know what they, will happen in Mexico. They even have travel belts to keep their passports in. Travel belts? That's a fanny pack. Oh. You're a funny lesson. Aaron was trying on a, what did you it's call it? It's a fucking fanny pack. It's a travel belt to keep your money in, and you wear it under your shirt, and it 
doesn't go on your fanny. Okay, yeah, okay. It is a man's travel belt tuck under. I got one too, and it's a fanny belt. Yeah, Mel's is a fanny pack. It's the exact same thing. It's a both. (laughs) It's a both. It's a both. It's a both. It's a fanny belt. Turning into Mario. (laughs) It's a both. It's a fanny belt. (laughs) Wow. Oh, I forgot to tell all you something. What? And it's important. Us? No, them. Them. The guys that are the people that are listening right now okay and sometimes we don't know either no no it, them out there okay they the no simple road weekly rewind is done in collaboration with the edible beats the edible, edible beats. beats out of denver colorado if you don't know what the heck i'm talking about you should check it out you should go online and check out the edible beats because i'll tell you what you will soon find they are changing the way you relate to your food and you hang out with your friends and you have meals and you listen to music they're changing it by being cool. And you'll see what I mean. Just go over there and check it out. Yeah. You yeah. can hit up one of their awesome restaurants and their venue with a restaurant in it. Yeah. So, so you can see what we're talking about. They uh, have partnered with No Simple Road to help us produce the Weekly Rewind. And we're super stoked to have them on board and be doing this with us and with them. And together we are creating content that deepens your connection to the world around you and each other and us. And it's fun. Yeah. So if you've been time. liking these... um. This is our 18th um, it's crazy. collaboration with Edible Beat. That's s- s- uh, s- beats. I did say sus. I said beats. Okay. <laughs> Beatsa. Because the Edible Beat is, is the name of their zine. Yes. Okay. Just, and, let's get that straight. Yeah. Well, they got a lot going on. And that's one reason we are in collaboration with them because everything they do is with such deep intention like we tried to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So here we are and we're doing it. What do you think? So far, so good, you guys? Are we, are we, are we? Yeah, what I was about to say was let us know what you think about the collaboration. If you've been enjoying these specific Monday shows, that's what we want to know about because that's what we're up to with them. I think it's crazy. Like, I was just getting the file ready to start the recording when we started this, and I was like, No Simple Road, Weekly Rewind, number 18. I was like, you guys, we've been doing this for 18 weeks it doesn't seem like it no 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 time goes by so quick that's like four like four months yeah wow no it has it's impossible then because we did not start before the beginning of the year yeah we did yeah we we did it's it's there it's it's on there's proof there's There's dates dates on them too no i still don't believe it okay (laughs) you cannot believe it i got the dates right here babe i want you to see show me all right hang on everybody i'm gonna i'm gonna show mel the dates hold on Okay, okay dates have been on. shown. Wait. It was it was a draw. Go ahead and state your points, <laughs> Mel. So I was talking about <laughs> our specific collaboration with the Edible Beats and when we started that it was not 18 weeks. Aaron was talking about. Wait, wait, wh- hold on, Mel. Aaron, I state was your talking point. about <laughs> when we started doing the note. I, I said. We started doing the No Simple Road weekly rewind 18 weeks ago, yeah. which is when we started it, so October it, 10th, 2022. Yeah. So it was a draw. It was a draw. There was, it was miscommunication was all it was. I, I, I'm going to just call it, uh, I'm going to be Switzerland right now. That's like a draw. That's you can't, neutral. If somebody wants to pick a fight with Switzerland, they can't be neutral. Switzerland can say no. 
No, they can't. can't they? <laughs> they, do all, they, they do all the time. Yeah. They're, notor- they're notorious for they're this. They're like, we're going to World War II, and Switzerland's like, nah. Yeah, we're making chocolate. Yeah. And <laughs> cocoa and hang out, man. We're singing songs in the, in the Alps. From here. It's, what do they call Swiss cheese in Switzerland? Cheese. Queso. Cheese. Queso. <laughs> oh, wow. my gosh. Anyways, man. So, you know what? <laughs> Yeah, so what, we started. I'll tell you, I know this for a fact. We started January first. Our first weekly rewind of 2023 was in collaboration with the Edible Beats. I do know that, so I am stoked to have them here with us, and I feel like it makes us do this differently than we would do it otherwise. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, our approach to it. Yeah. Do you, do you feel like that? Yes, I do. I feel like that. <laughs> what? Aaron, I'll don't you, you, you should, guys you should I... see how pissed off Aaron. He's like a fire breathing dragon back here. <laughs> His Calm eyes <laughs> are rolling and there's nothing I happening. I can't even see. Puff. I don't oh, even know where I am. It's Stop like Puff it. the Magic Dragon. It, more like yeah, that. Yeah, it's kind of yes, simmered down. Cute. Our collaboration <laughs> with Justin and the Edible Beats has been incredible. And it from October to January when we added them into our re- weekly rewind, we have done stuff different. We've had definitely the same type of conversations that No Simple Road always has, which are deep and thoughtful, but like just with a little bit more direction and a little bit more intention and they've been great. I'll tell you one Super thing. Supportive. I, I am so excited. I, I mean, I'm excited to go see fish at, you know, at Dick's, but also knowing that we're going to get to go and see like Ophelia's and mm-hmm. the restaurants and everything. I'm equally as excited. I was going to say more. I, I'm like equally as excited oh, yeah. to see fish and to go see what Justin and the whole team are doing up and there. And to have in a meal. I, I, several meals. It's only been pictures up to this point. And the pictures. I, I'm Not the, even smells. They're beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, and they're wonderful. But they're pictures. And so, yeah, to have a meal too, man, is, is going to be, gonna be amazing. Yeah, man. I I was thinking about the the rewind and what topic to talk about this week and like, Cody just got back from um, Cancun. From Cancun, him and, and Bree went on vacation, and uh, when he was leaving, he texted me from the airport and said, "Hey, we're about to get on our flight, and I'll see you later." And when they got there, he sent me pictures of the hotel and like the beach, and then I didn't hear from him for a few days, and then. I got a text from him that was like, hey, we're at the airport. We're waiting to come back. And when they got back, I got a text from him. Hey, we're back. Just wanted to let you know we were safe. And it got me thinking about like, what does friendship mean? And, and what, is, what does it mean to be a good friend? You know what I'm saying? And, and he, in my uh, adult life, in fifties and up 48 to 50, whatever I am now has been like the best example of what, uh, a good friend is and how, how to do that. Do you know, like, yeah, actions. Cody goes above and beyond 
with all of us mm-hmm. and we all have our own like like personal relationship like i've never had so he he twice now while he's working in the middle of the week has gone out of his way to come to my work on my birthday to bring me like a bouquet of balloons and just like something like something silly and balloons and like i i just wanted to drop this by and then take off yeah and it's it like the, the thoughtfulness that he puts in everything is amazing so it got me just thinking about that and like what what does it mean to me to be a good friend and and like how do you do that and I, I wanted to ask you guys what you thought of that like what does friendship mean to you and how do you how are you a good friend to someone what are some of the ways that like you show that to the people that you care about i know for me like it's hard and this is going to sound stupid, but like talking on the phone is difficult for me. It's a, I don't know what is, is like busted in my head or whatever, but like (laughs) every time the phone rings, I get anxiety. It doesn't matter who it is of like, (laughs) what? That's a, one of the few things we're complete opposite. That's I, the other things, texts or the, Ding. I'm like, oh, I don't want to respond. Social media. Oh, I hate this. I love picking up the phone I, and calling somebody and talking for a good, like a half hour is a good conversation. Once I'm, get in there. I agree, Apple. Wait, once I'm on the phone, I'm fine. It's just the initial. It's, it's the thought of answering it and not knowing what to talk about, I think, is a like a anxiety thing that I get, like a like, Why do you need to know what to talk about? I don't know. <laughs> just so weird, weird, I've seen, we've thing. seen him do it too. It's like, it's like and you're live. Yeah. And somebody's on the phone. And you're like, oh, I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah, totally. We're 100% like that. But I think for me, like being a good friend to somebody, there's like, there's a lot of layers to that thing. But I think just like on the surface is like, a friend is somebody who it doesn't matter if you're doing good or you're doing bad. They're there for you and with you. Like, and I don't mean like you're robbing banks and, or helping old ladies across the street. I mean, whether you're like depressed or you're having a hard time or you're happy, they're, you know what I mean? They're, yeah. They're there no matter what. Yeah. Not and no fair weather friend. Right. And, <laughs> and also somebody that is like, continually interested in what you're doing and you're interested in what they're doing. Do you know what I mean? Like interested in the things they have going on in their lives and genuinely like root for them to have good shit happen. And when bad things happen, you immediately want to help. Yeah. You know, and, but like with the, with the Cody thing, and I've brought this up on the show a couple of times, like, the whole keeping in touch thing. K-I-T. Was, for me, was a huge, um, a huge deal because my family is not like that. I was not brought up like that. It isn't something that was programmed into me as a young adult, teen, or adult. My family is like, we talk to each other on holidays and every once in a while. And it was wasn't bad it's just the way it was and we all loved each other and it was fine but i talked to you on you know rosh hashanah and whatever so 
when Cody started doing that, when we became friends, I, at first I thought it was weird. Like what, what is, why is, why, why is he doing this? What do you want? Why do you sweat me, Cody? And especially coming from Vegas, like that whole mentality of like people want shit from you. They don't just want to hang out, you know, and like having to vet everybody that comes into your life because Vegas is weird and transient and our, I don't know, whatever with that. But after a while, I realized that that's just being kind. You know what I mean? Like yeah, the, I'm like checking up on you to see how you're doing. What, you're just what's, being your, sweet. what's your angle? Like no angle, Kindness. Man. Yeah. yeah. And 33 degrees. I don't know. You're, oh. And how much that meant to me when there were times in my life recently, like when my dad passed away or, um, you know, after some stuff would happen that he would do that, not knowing that any of that was going on. And it would be an opportunity for me to share my burden with somebody that actually cared. And they weren't calling because they knew something was going on. They were just calling to see what was going on. Cause they were keeping in touch. Yeah. And I, I really taught me the importance of that and how much that means to somebody else because it meant so much to me. So I in turn started doing that with people that mean something to me that maybe didn't know that before, you know? So it really helped me that piece. Having a good friend helped you become a good friend. And I'm just curious with you guys, what does it mean? Like what kind of things are you looking for? Or do for for people, being, yeah. Being a good friend, yeah. Apple, you're a great friend too. Right. Well, and to me, it's just like the like like it was kind of opposite. Aaron knows that too. With with my family, it always a, a lot of communication. Well, well, I, maybe not with everybody. My mom and sister mostly. I was always raised like that, like like like, and I don't do that enough anymore. The card thing, like my mom and sister got people cards for. You get a like like it's Ash Wednesday. Congratulations, like everything they celebrated, but very open communication. And like I said, I'm I'm not one that's ever like I don't like to write or text or anything like that. I love to have conversations. I want to hear somebody's voice. I like to call them up, which I know is a nuisance in this day and age when everybody's so busy. It's harder to do that. That's one thing I've learned from Cody. It's like sending cute little memes and stuff I used to think was kind of dumb, like, oh, another meme. But when you get into a back-and-forth meme thing with somebody, especially Cody, he taught me that, like, like it's fun to do that and just to get receive one in the middle of the week. like, And, and those usually come, and not just from Cody, when I get them from somebody, Tiff does it, uh, certain friends of ours do it. It's always at one of those moments when you really need it. Like if you're at work or you're at home, not feeling, you know, if you're not feeling good, if you're pissed off at work, like, and all of a sudden, ding, and a real friend, like, sends you something that just puts a smile on your face and reminds you what's important. And as we say, we would meet and Cody back, God, I remember that, you know, at Autzen Stadium, like we've talked about, coming up, immediately became a friend, and it, it it's an, it's important to communicate all the time no matter how you do it that's one of the most important things to me i mean that's what keeps a friendship going but i love talking on the phone 
Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 I, I, I don't know how to go for like, like, yeah. it. Well, the other thing to me that is a true friend. And you're always gifting stuff too. That's, what, yeah, I, that's what I was just going to say. And I think a lot of us are like that. Co- Co- Cody does that. Sorry. I mean, a lot of our friends do that. When you're out shopping, not even thinking of a person, but all of a sudden you see something that completely reminds you of them, whether it's, you know, something for, well, a dollar 25 at the dollar store or, you know, or a hundred dollar, you know, it, just, I mean, when that pops, you're like, that reminds me of them. I'm getting this for them because it makes me feel good. And I know it'll make them feel good. That's another thing yep. too with, with friends. Get Giving to friends is one of the best feelings in the world, whether it's just giving a smile, a meal, a laugh, a gift, whatever. Mm. Friendship is been very important to me in my entire life that's the one reason me and Aaron are friends like we came out of we've talked about like coming you guys out of have the, a very unique yeah story and, and, and like the 70s friendship. and 80s and well even beyond but really the, I mean it became very prevalent to be from a family that uh, had gone through divorce right and you were kind of latchkey kid mm-hmm. parents were working and you we had our friend groups and that's how me and Aaron became so close very similar like family split and we just went out and made our own family and our own world out Mm -hmm. of it yeah friendships are always very deep and still are what about you mel (laughs) i mean i've i've had really great stories of friendships and and awful stories of friendships and like growing up mom my mom had no um qualms about saying friends were like a luxury you didn't need friends. They complicate your life. They take time away from your family. Um, the more you share with somebody, the more in the your business they get. So, like, I grew up with that kind of indoctrination, you know, of wow. friends were a pain in the ass more than a, a, like a helpful to your life or like a, right. you know. So, I mean, think about this. It wasn't until I was like, working valet for quite some time where I actually started to make friends when we were first married. I didn't have any friends. I had one friend, Carla. That's true. That's it. Yeah. And then we stopped talking for a, a long time. And so I, I stuck with my mom's advice. I didn't <clears throat> early on when I was a young mother, honestly, like it did not, it wasn't complicated. I didn't have like a bunch of stuff to do. All I did was stuff with the kids, take them to school, back home to their practices, stuff like that. I imagine if I had really close friends, I would have had more distraction or potentially or more. But then as I started getting older and actually gaining my own friends that were more like family members and they're coming over to our house for like, you know, family dinners. Yeah, and we did Sunday family dinners for a long time. With, and they were most of my friends, you know, all of them were my friends. Um, so I, I started to really get the um, importance of friends. And I think that really when I um, became an esthetician is when I really started to have more of a, a like different idea of what friendships meant. They, they meant a lot more to me when I met Sarah and I met Sasha and I met Shellin and like all these women that I'm still friends with till this day. Like this is, these are friendships over 13, 15, 20 years almost, you mm-hmm. know? Um, then moving here became a little bit weirder, you know, like 
I, it's weird. It, (laughs) I have some incredible friends that I've, you know, um, gathered here and, but it's just such, these are all such different phases of my life. But you're such a, you particularly are such a good friend, right? You're good at being someone's friend. Mm -hmm. What, what kind of things do you do to show somebody that you're their friend? Well, like, I mean, it can be good on the outside, but I'm all in with somebody. Like if somebody's got my attention, they've got my full attention. So if somebody comes over to the house, I live with you and Apple, but I'm not really engaged with you guys until they're gone. Right, like yeah, you do. You I, give full I, attention. Full to attention. Oh you yeah, know? like That's, when Brooke comes yeah. over, you guys yeah, go down in the basement down, and do your thing. Yeah, and so I really do that. I like I, because because it's fun. First of all, for me, it's fun for both of us, and we always do our little fun stuff. You know, pull some tarot cards or do some stretches or whatever. And you know just the beginning of this year, we, I had some problems with some friendships and that's why when you started this, I was like, Oh my gosh, you're going to go here. Friends like anybody come into your life in and out of your life. And sometimes they have expiration dates. They're there to teach you something or they're really, you know, burns really hot. Like kind of like a Janis Joplin, you guys have super fun and great time. And then, you know, it's ends quickly. And I've had other friendships that ended like my cute little 70 something year old friend. Remember she broke up with me as yeah. a friend. Like I've just had very strange re- friendships because like, they're almost like relationships. You know, like they become so strong that they become yeah, like deep. relationships. And I, I only have one relationship really. And that's with my husband. So when things, when I get to have too much attention diverted, I need to pull back. But I see, I, you know what I, I mean I by that? It, but I think you're, you're missing the point of the question. Like I see you very conscientious with your friends. Well, like then how would you describe it then? You're, yeah. you're very like, um, you know what each one's favorite shit is, you know, like they like this kind of tea. They have done this kind of yoga. They like this color They, You know what I mean? Her birthday is this day. Mm-hmm. You're very, you know, all their stuff. And like, I see you do physically do a certain, you, you're a certain way. And that's what I'm trying to get out of you. Like well, you do a certain. I, be, I, okay. I love people period. And it's kind of like what Apple was saying. Like you say, you go to a store or whatever and you see something that you weren't planning on buying like Cody, but then all of a sudden you're like that Cody would love that. Mm. Well, I have like that stuff in my head. Where I would like, you know, like with a collage or with something that I have or with. You create things for people too that are amazing. Like, uh, for example, there was this, um, my friend, um, Sarah, she had moved away to Nashville and I was still living in Vegas at the time. And she had, she was pregnant and she came back to visit and I threw her a surprise baby shower and everybody that we worked at the spa, I had them all get her something and she had no idea that we were doing that but instead of like getting her something I made her something because I knew that we had such a bond and so what I did was I walked our old neighborhood that we lived in together and I picked up cool shit from the ground that was from our hood and I made a mobile for her baby for Parker like with rocks and sticks and yeah leaves and stuff yeah and it was fucking dope and like it, like it was not only beautiful but it was so thoughtful and she like when she opened it and saw it 
that's, that was my gift was to see her respond to what she was getting, what she was receiving. And I like to make people feel good. Not just like, that's what I guess my friendship is. I like to make people feel good. So if you're around me, I like whether it's, you know, hands-on kind of a thing or giving something or spending the extra time like outside away from everybody or smoking a bowl special, just the two of us or that's what you create moments. Yeah, exactly. You do it with all of us. You you like, you have a special way of creating a moment and making something stand out. Well, I like to do that because I, I'm in my head so much. So when I think about people, I'll think about that. And that's what will make me feel good. Like we went, my, my friend and I, Shellen, we went on a trip together and we didn't know each other very well, but we'd worked together for a very long time. And on that trip, when we're getting to know each other, she says something like, can you believe it? When I was born, I had six fingers. And I was like, what? <laughs> we're like in the middle of driving from Las Vegas to Tucson, Arizona. So we're in the middle of the desert. And I'm like, what? And she was like, what? Why? What? Like, I know it's embarrassing. And I was like, no, not that. Like, I was born with six fingers. And she was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, that is what, <laughs> that's that was, too. <laughs> and like, after that moment, like, she she's another an incredible friend. She, before we left for that trip, asked me what kind of foods that I like. And she loves to plan shit. And so she planned every single spot that we stopped and ate at. We stopped at a yoga spot. We stopped at an Indian restaurant. We stopped at a Mediterranean restaurant, Mexican restaurant. And they were all the best restaurants in the whole city. Cause that's, she's a, she's is bougie, but like that. Mm-hmm. And like, just same thing, giving me gifts and just being there for me. And she loved, she was like brought special sheets so that she could sleep on instead of like, she's like, no, you could sleep with these sheets. Don't sleep on regular hotel sheets. Like she's just like, with so many, she treated me like a friend, a girlfriend and like a kid all in one. Like she was protective, fun and had my back, you know? And so do you think that taught you? It definitely taught like, helped me how to up my game. Every time I meet somebody, I try to take in something about how they are that I love to then pass on, you know, Mm -hmm. like I love doing that. I love to be able to make, like I said, really making people feel good is my and you love that thing. and you're good at connection like we yeah. always say like in two seconds we joke around about it but like that it, it's so cool like when we go to shows and mel like gets to know about the security guards the ushers you she like doesn't do that as much anymore not not not, 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 not as, as much yeah, but, I, but she, yeah it started to get me in trouble because you know you're like mel come on not everybody so i started to be a little bit more to myself and we're with this big old party and i'm off with this one random person that we don't, don't know, know. But I'm getting to know, but you're right, Apple. It is. It's about, for me, it's about like creating moments with people and like fully sharing myself for the time that we have. And it can be a little bit stressful, but most of the time it's perfect. I just know that like in our culture, it seems to me that like when you're older, there's a a misconception that it's not okay to make friends when you're older. It's, it's harder for people to do that. Once you've, um, 
I'm, I honestly, I've never thought it was hard to make friends on any circumstance. It's a, I, it's a misconception. I'm not talking about you. No, I, I just, I'm I've never, like, yeah. You know, like people, a lot get, of people think yeah, like that. Uh, people get married and then they're like, Oh, we can only have couple friends now. Or you have a kid and you're like, Oh, well, we can only have p- friends that have kids. But it and, does make things harder. Right. Yeah. But, but here's the thing. Like as an adult, the friendships that I've made have been the most impactful ones because I'm sitting over to Apple and I think that because, that's not, well, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, Apple is excluded <laughs> from this. It, this is different. This, this is the most impactful friendship I have ever this seen. Is, this is a completely different thing. I'm talking about like in recent memory, the people that we've met that have come into our lives have made the biggest impact in my, in my life. And it's because of like, well, first of all, it's the quality of people that have come into our world. One, but two, I think it's like the impact that they make is like on such a deeper level now because you're adults. Do you know what I'm saying? Like if you're kids and you're hanging out and you're both into Hot Wheels, you know, and that's what your friend's about. Or you, you both like to draw or you, you know, you ride BMX bikes. <laughs> Did we just become best friends? Yeah. We both like pizza. Yeah. That's, well, you know. it is deeper. I think part of that too is as we get older too, you have less, you have less uh, tolerance for like bullshit. You can sniff bullshit out yeah. quicker. You can get to people's true intentions quicker. Like we're more in tune. And I think a part of mo- part of moving up here too is I know for me I've gotten much more into like like spidey senses are sharper, and you can you can you can read people better and you get to know people better and and we have met a lot of really cool people mm-hmm. since we've been up here and a few you know well yeah you, you, dude but as you get older you know does that make sense like like I mean totally. The quality is greater because you know what you're looking for. And I think we put it out there more too. Like you attract what you put out. Yeah. And we've attracted some very, very great friends up here. Yeah. And, and all, I, all three of us. I hate hearing like, there's a couple of people in my work that I'm thinking of when I say this that are like, yeah, I just, I don't have time for friends. I don't, I don't do that. Like. It's and or I've and, already got friend like I've already got too many friends. I don't have room for another one. And the person heard the that. person that I'm thinking of is not married and like basically hangs out alone. And it's it's kind of a bummer, you know, like to be able to have other people in your life, especially f- meaningful friendships. It's that's like the spice of life. But it's a lot of hard work that some people aren't willing to do or not even just willing, don't know how to reciprocate. Mm. A lot of people like you're saying all this, but I'm just hearing my mom. That's bullshit. You don't need nobody. And like, it's the truth. I believe my mom. I just know that I do believe my mom. I just don't think she's right. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. 
Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil Story Made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. It's Did right he? for her. Yeah. That's oh, how it okay. was. That's I was like, like huh? Well, we were I all believe good. her. She's not being, like, she's not lying. Okay. She's, she's, that's true for her. And she's right. Friends do complicate your life, but they can also bring beauty and greatness and experiences and shit that you would have never known about. So she was just telling me from one narrow side. It wasn't that she was all wrong. She was fucking right. And I have a hundred percent seen how friendships can be a fucking pain in the ass and how they can affect your life unnecessarily. You're walking along and then fucking some friend does some dumbass shit or stabs you in the back or <laughs> has a misunderstanding or whatever the fuck. And you're like, you know what? If I didn't fucking have that, then I wouldn't have to deal with any of this shit. But then you can't say the other amazing stuff that you would have right. gotten from them right. too. Yeah. So I understand the cynicism because I grew up on it and I completely understand it, but I don't live by that. And I don't, I will get my feelings hurt again. I will be open hearted still, no matter how many times a friend burns me You're or not. not. Close that I'm, down. Yeah. I'm not going to close that down because close I love it. Why is it worth it to you then? Because of the, the beautiful dance of back and forth of going to take your friend to their favorite like, okay, for example, it was my client's 75th birthday, and I just happened to know that her son and her daughter-in-law, the only ones that live here in town, didn't do anything for her. They didn't invite her over. They didn't do anything special, not with their grandbabies, nothing. And so even though it was a couple months past her birthday, I took her to Portland City Grill, and we it was up on the top floor. And when I told her where we were going, she was like, I've always wanted to go there. And I was like, me too. And she's like, well, but how did you know that I wanted to go there? I was like, I didn't, but I wanted to go there. (laughs) So like, we're like back and forth, like, you know, all excited about going. And like, that's what I'm talking about. The friendship is like, it's exciting and awesome. And, and that's why it's worth it. And that's why it's worth it. Exactly. So somebody that might've, you know, pissed me off or, you know, not done something that they said they were going to do or whatever, lame whatever who cares i'm not gonna carry that around and you know unfortunately like my mom she didn't really grow up with a partner in life so she was easy to dismiss other people just in general and i can't deny that that was part of my upbringing like i have that's like a part of my code in there fuck you don't need anybody to do shit like that was my mantra more than anything else i heard that's a that's a that's like a a working mom's harsh harshness like yeah hardcore like i'm fucking doing this on my own but it it made me mentally strong to deal with the trickery of life of yeah, thinking yeah. that you need somebody to make you happy and so I have a fucking blast by myself. I love hanging up by myself. <laughs> you do have a blast too. by yourself. Uh, people get jealous when I hang out, but like they're watching me in the street. I watch people like I just liked, I learned how to have fun by myself, but I love enhancements. I love people come in and bringing some flowers and freaking different music and like cool, different experiences. I freaking love it. I just, I'm very, I swing both ways really, 
you know, because of how I was raised. I, I remember when I was younger, like a coworker's dog died and people were like coming up to the coworker and being like, Oh, you know, I'm so sorry. Condolences. And I remember being at work and thinking those people don't even fucking know him. They, they never met his dog. Like, why are they doing that? And then when we were living in Vegas, our dog died and I was crushed, completely crushed. And there was people at work that like left cards on my desk and said condolences and they knew, and it made me fucking feel better. And it was, it was like, the little things that a friend can do for you mm-hmm. that seem innocuous, that don't on surface mean anything, but your emotional state is, is such that when it happens and you can receive it, it's exactly what you need it's in the, the moment. the bomb, yeah. 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 The bomb that you need. And I, and I always thought that stuff was like trite. Cheesy. Cheap. You know what I mean? That's cheap. Why bother doing Only that? if you cheapen it as the receiver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And yes. And I remember when um when my dad passed away and uh Cody came here, showed up out of the blue, and brought me a picture thing that he had made framed. This is amazing. Of pictures of me and my dad. And it's one of them says standing on the moon, but I'd rather be with you or a lovely view of heaven, but I'd rather be with you. And I was like the saddest I may have ever been in my whole life. And it was a moment that like made me feel like I was going to be okay. Ah. And it what didn't have anything to do with like somebody giving me something. It was the thought of somebody going through that to do that for me. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Going to like whatever place and ordering the pictures yeah. and, and picking the font and buying the frame mind, the entire exactly. time. Yeah. They did something special for you. And I think that's, that's what I'm getting at. Like, as I get older, that that's the thing that's been impressed on me more often now is that like, it's the people who think about you. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I'm, you know, back to the whole friendship idea our daughter lives in los angeles with her husband and the baby but there's no other family there you know and the way that they've been able to raise jasper is through friendships through strong friendships that adam had cultivated through some that they had cultivated together through some sydney had cultivated on her own but like she, she wouldn't be able to be living her life with without tons and tons of stress if it wasn't for her friends who were stand in family. Yeah, they've and got a great support group. Yeah. That, whole, that right. whole crew is insane. And so, They're so great. You know, I didn't raise her with my mom's mentality of friendships because maybe if I would have told that to her or she would have been raised with that, then maybe she wouldn't have that incredible yeah. group. And maybe with the, that the tape with, running in the back of her exactly. head. You don't need nobody with that mentality. Exactly. But we do fucking need people. We need our partners. We need our children. We need our parents. We need our friends. 
And clearly not if they're toxic or negative in your life, but to if one friend or one family member's toxic, then you don't need anything. No friends, no family. No, that's not true either. Like, All or nothing. We have a tendency to We're be like ones. that. Yeah, that's that's why I'll be a fool in friendship. I, I'll absolutely be a fool, not twice to the same person, but definitely again and again and again to many different people because- I really believe that most people want to do good stuff. And when they don't do good stuff, it's because they're not feeling good. Yeah. You know, that's uh. usually what it is. And, you know, like there's been friends that you can't forgive for certain shit. That's a real well, that thing. happens. That happens with family. That's what too. I was going to say. That's a real thing with not just friends, with, with people. people. Yeah. Yeah. People. That's a people So thing. the thing is, is you can't discount anybody it's a situational thing. Well, I, I want to say you can, I can forgive just about anything. I can't forget. You know what I mean? I can forgive it, but I'm not going to forget. And that doesn't mean that I'm like, now we're cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a, you know, that's a hard thing too, because you know, especially for me, like you give all yourself and then to just, turn your back or turn away that's hard that's a hard thing that's how i grew up that that's really challenging and it sucks but again because i had my mom in the back of my head like any of those challenges when i get over emotional i'm just like keep on moving keep going it might not be the right thing but that's what gets me through shit you know what i mean like that hard ass mentality i I remember my dad always had a lot like no, me. the Iron Curtain. Well, well, a lot like us. Like <clears throat> he had a lot of people around. Yeah, there was always interesting, different, eclectic characters coming through all the time through the house. There That's for sure. Parties with conductors and choreographers and magicians, and this guy's a biker, and you know this lady swallows swords, and this guy's a miner from Alaska, and. Like, those are all real things. This guy's a film, female impersonator. That, this guy's about, a highway patrolman. Yep, yep. This guy's How a How about cop. the African priest? That, okay, from, yeah. all those are real. <laughs> so there was always like an eclectic group of people around my dad and he would give them the shirt off his back. Like yeah, he, he was, he, his last dollar, no matter what. But if my dad was crossed, mm. that was it. And he would call it the Iron Curtain. I dropped mm-hmm. the Iron Curtain on him. Yep. I don't talk to him anymore. And- I saw that and I learned that like whatever that is mm-hmm. to, and it's a, an emotional thing too. It's like, Oh a, yeah. It's a spiritual disconnect that you, that you do with someone like. I, I'm when, not proud of it, but I know how when, to do it. Well, when I think of someone, there's an emotional response that happens in my heart center. Mm-hmm. Like I can feel them and think about them and there's, you know, like, I don't know what that is, but whatever, it's a thing. And once that happens, what I'm talking about, Iron Curtain or that, that is gone. Like their name comes up and there's just like test pattern, static, color bar, like, and I've had like you, there's a a couple of people that I'm thinking of, like, doesn't it bother you? You don't talk to them anymore. I'm like, no, no, so it's over. Like, I've been burned and, Mm -hmm. and I think that's, if I had to think of a reason why 
people in general are are reticent to have friends, it's because of that. They don't want to get people hurt. People are afraid of getting hurt. But yeah, it, same thing with any relationships. Yeah, yeah uh, exactly. Friendship, putting yourself out there. I but if you don't do that, if you're you don't live you're not yeah, there's so much I would have. I might me and get me hurt. and Aaron. We we both had the same thing too. For like like our dads, I remember that felt really good when I heard that. My dad and your dad are the same generation. They had like business acquaintances. <laughs> My best friend is Hank Marcus. Uh, like like like, <laughs> like people they considered friends. They'd met through like what they do and through stuff. Work, yeah. Not like friendships from a young age and everything. And I remember you tell me what it was like. Your dad was like. Except for Apple. Apple's Apple's a good guy. You got something special there. And my yep. dad said the same thing. He's like, you and Aaron got something special. I mean, I got a lot of our friends back in Vegas and stuff, but we've always been very close with each other and each other's families. And, and I don't yeah, even I, know. I don't even know how. Well, I the, don't either. I was going to say, the, too, like you guys, like you were saying <laughs> that the relationships you have now have been like deeper period. No, you'll never have a deeper relationship with anybody you meet from here on out because Apple is it period like you and him have something that can't be replicated we're, ever. We're like friends soulmates too because exactly. we, get, we get excited for each other. Like I get you guys very, pick the same shit. I get all excited the time. when he, he has a friendship with somebody like like yeah. a lot of friends would get jealous like the last couple of days, like Nate come over, you're like, fuck yeah, you had a friend come over. Like there's no, it's like we, we love each other so much as friends. It's like have other fucking friends, man. I'm here all the time. I don't, like, I don't understand said. even like when I think about yours and my friendship, I there's no like, it's like, it's like Siamese twins. There's no like beginning we, of it. It's just there. You know, and that, it's but, always been there the same. And it's always been like, we're it's like connected. It, it's the way mm -hmm. that you describe weed, our friendship. <laughs> okay, you you always say weed has always done the same thing to me from the first time I smoked it to the time I smoked it today. Oh, okay, weed has always done the exact same thing to me. I know that's our friendship. Ah, it's I, always remind, been like. I always this. think of that. Movie, you know that movie, uh, Stuck on You, with We're, Matt with Matt Damon and uh, mm -hmm. what's his name? They're Siamese twins. No, in the Apple, beginning. only you watch stuff. Like it's that. a Barely Brothers comedy. You've seen it anyway. They're like connected, but it, like at the end of the movie, they end up getting a surgery to get disconnected. But they're still like so connected that they can't function. So like when they do things after that, but they get a belt and they belt themselves together <laughs> to, to like do things because that's what they were so used to is working in unison and stuff. And it's like. It's well, we we do it. One thing I always think, like, are with Mel too. The three, like, how we maneuver around each oh, other, the three of us, yeah. like physically, like being able to share the kitchen and mm. the hallway, the patio, well, the house, the period, studio, the entire home. We yeah, we are like our our movements. Even the dog gets in the way, and the three of us. Are oh like, yeah, yeah. yeah Darn you, tailed out all. That's what dogs do. He just likes to get in the way. Right. I, I it's very. Um, we're, we are all very fortunate That's and very, very yeah. rich by friendship standards and, for and it's the hard. relationships that we've had and have now. And I'm sure that was, we'll still have. I imagine it's, I, I can only imagine that someone from the outside of this, of our friendship, me and Apple, you and I's relationship, and then the three of us together, whatever all that is, right? Somebody on the outside trying to come in to that 
that's got to be a little intimidating. Even though that we're even no, it depends on how they're brought in. Uh, Truly, but we're still. We talked about that before. It's it's kind of like like kind of like Fish's music, like an inside joke. They're like, you're more than you're all welcome to come, but we have so much inside jokes and. Me and Mel really have yeah. the thing of speaking in half sentences, oh my God. but know exactly what they like. The yeah. thing was so bad, and it's like totally well, know what and, you're talking about. And you about. and I have such an emotional connection that's like you and I think about things emotionally very similarly. Yeah, so, true. like things that are sentimental to you will absolutely be sentimental to me, and vice versa. And, and things that Aaron brushes off exactly like, get us both heated at exactly. the same time. Like what's stupid? We're like. How dare you? How dare you say it's stupid? You don't even understand. I think that, and it could be the smallest thing ever, but like it's funny. You're very um, sentimental over like objects, like trinkets, yeah, keepsakes, keepsakes, and 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 I, I am with certain stuff, but I don't have a lot of it. Like, well, I okay this may be inappropriate or not, but you were trying to get away from that life that you created. You fucking burn that shit to the ground. You want to start fresh. You don't want to to keep any of that old shit. So that's a huge reason why you don't have that stuff. And the stuff that you currently have that is like that is from this life. So you're fine with it. You're the same way as him, except he didn't burn down the rest of his first however many kept, years of life kept he, my precious yeah he didn't need have the need to do that but you did no, I, I i literally I, remember i was leaving la my van was parked outside the window of my apartment and i was skipping out on the apartment rent and i was bouncing and i had a um like a wicker chest like a trunk you know, from um, from like Cost Plus yeah. with like brass, and it had all of my worldly possessions in it, like all of my high school, junior high yearbooks, cards from family, pictures from high school, all my stuff in it. And I remember like packing my clothes in an army duffel bag, a big green army duffel bag. And stepping out the window and throwing the duffel bag into my VW van and looking back at that trunk and being like, fuck you and splitting and leaving all my shit there. And you just traumatized me. (laughs) Oh, I left it all dude. Yeah, I know. And I think part of it too was like being really unhappy as a kid and you needed to make space for something new. Yeah. And, and not wanting not wanting that to anymore. Tag like, along yeah, with you. like that was like all sad reminder of stuff. And and I mean, now that I'm 51 and looking back, I'm like, damn, it would have been cool to have my high school yearbook now that I, I drew like awesome murals on the inside of it. I would love to have that artwork. And you know what I mean? All the stuff that I drew back then. And we had a table in Apple's room. Yeah, this they already wooden, drew on this for wooden years. table. And I drew, I remember there was four biker skulls that I drew in the corner of this table that were so badass, like so badass. And I wish that I had that, that table. Yeah. But like there's it, the keepsake thing and, and the sentimentality, I guess I do have it, 
but not you, like that. You not, rebuild. Well, you, you're your own person. Well, yeah. you you clear you cleared it out to make room for a new life, which is when you met Mel and had kids and everything. You've rebuilt it since then. Yeah. I mean, you got a you you have a lot of tchotchkes and things. All everything all over. that we have in the house is almost from when we first got together. Yeah, you all guys of our friends. Like we didn't built that all. Yeah, we didn't like ditch everything. I I've known so like my sister, she just my sister loves material shit and she wants to always have the nicest shit. But when she moves, she ups and sells everything. and doesn't <laughs> give a fuck about it. And just like I'm done. I'm over it. Like that is a specific kind of a way we kept everything yeah we left we moved across country and we're like why not why not keep our shit that we like already i'm I'm the person that takes (laughs) other people's shit too oh yeah that's right so like you're getting rid of that i could clean that up and fix that like that couch over there (laughs) apple you you have i walked into our like storage room the other day and i was looking for something and i walked back in the back where all your stuff is and i saw that like big life-size stuffed kenny doll from south park or whatever. <laughs> jesus dude's got it sky's got Wait, which they yeah they're just there so i'm starting to go through so some of that i'm starting to realize like 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 that i got for myself it doesn't really it's cool but it's sitting in the basement <laughs> that kind so of funny, stuff dude. i'm starting like i'm starting to give to other people like that's another thing i love doing with stuff i've loved like recent example is giving the uh, predator. Oh my gosh! I knew you were gonna say that oh, to yeah. Jaden. You gotta explain that. That dude. that you, nobody would, knows what you're talking about. I I bought a predator. Well, hopefully everybody knows the movie, the predator movies. But I bought oh god, it's probably like 20 years ago. Being down in Venice Beach, I bought a predator that was about 13, 24 inches 13, or 13, 13? 14. It's like okay. foot foot. Oh and yeah, half that's true. Yeah, tall but like heavy. It, it, so there's an artist down there that makes. Uh, all kinds of stuff out of car parts and everything. He makes life-size stuff. Anyway, this is a small, like... Welded metal Welded predator. metal figure predator that probably weighed like 20 pounds or something, and it's dangerous. It has like a battle axe and all this stuff. I loved it for years, but I've towed it around. I had it in my shelf. I bought that for myself. It, it doesn't have, like... Well, it's like a gift from somebody when that I go loved to get, you. Yeah, when I go to get rid of things that I then remember the story of somebody giving that as a gift, that makes it much harder unless I'm gifting it to somebody. I know it'll love it more. That I bought for myself meant a lot to me, and Jaden had mentioned she liked it. And I was thinking this, to me, like reselling shit, like putting that on eBay and waiting for somebody to bid on it or Put it anywhere where somebody's gonna be like, "Oh, you went fifty bucks, give you twenty and then you know, it's like I want to give this to somebody I love. Jaden's reaction when I gave it to her. Aaron was in here. We were we, we, sh- we were in the room in across your, the in, studio, in your esthetician in, room, yeah, in my little studio. And the and- squeal <laughs> that came out of her, Aaron, he, he's all, "Did that noise come out of Jaden? <laughs> what the? I have never heard her make a noise like that. My, it was it was, she was so, so cute, grateful, so awesome. It made me tear. It's make me tear up a little like." I just love passing things on. I'm starting to do that more with things because I have so much and it, and it feels good to give those on. I have a Mel has given me a very, a, a collection of stuff for years that I have of rocks and things and little boxes and stuff. You've always given me mm-hmm. stuff on my birthday or just out of the blue or something. I, I am, I'm very sentimental with that stuff and I'm very sentimental with friendships. I, 
I really don't. That's cute. You did get teared up. I, 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 I'm just thinking of two, like, 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 I mean, it's, it's very common for people to, I can't think of any friends that I've had that are, that ended badly, like where they were, like, I didn't trust them anymore. They were not my friend yeah. anymore. I've had people come and go out of my life and stuff, but not because of anything no, bad. No, you've never had, you, you, as long as I've known you have never had like, an enemy. No, I've never no. had a nemesis or an enemy no. ever in my life. Piss at Apple. I know. <laughs> Wait, which I count at my, Santa Claus. I count my blessings for that. I mean, because I get mad at people sometimes, but it's very short lived. It's usually me that's being stupid for some reason, and I realize that quickly. And I, I value that's another thing too is having. I feel blessed to have friendships uh, intact from childhood, like like Nick and Luca, friends that. Sometimes I don't talk to, like, me and Nick just talked recently, hadn't talked in, like, eight months, and it was, like, didn't miss a beat, and those are my childhood friends, so it usually starts, like, hey, what are you up to, you dipshit, you know, like, ribbing each other, what are you, but I really value that, and I, you know, I got a handful of friends that are from single-digit years and early teens. I remember. That I stay in touch with, and will be friends until the day I die, or they die. When... I was maybe 15 or 16. Um, I was going to throw a party or something. And my dad and I were talking and I was like, yeah, I'm going to invite all my friends. And he was like, those people aren't your fucking friends. And, and I was like, you don't know what you're talking about. He's my dad said, if a man dies with one true friend in his life, he's a rich man. And I remember him saying that. And I didn't understand it at the time. I was like, I got plenty of friends. I'm yeah. back plenty. And He's right. It's like Mel said, it's hard to find people that are on the level that aren't. I said that. Yeah. In not so many words that aren't looking to um, run game. We don't know. You know what I mean? It's uh, the world is crazy. Um, People come and go in our lives. Like Apple said. There's friendships that they expire, like Mel said. Um, And those people that have stood by you and have supported you, like I said, through your bad and your good, those are the, those are treasures, man. It's Uh, life is fucking nuts. It's crazy. And, and let's not forget all of us are nuts. We all think we know what we're doing. We don't know what we're doing this week and next week. We don't have any clue. And then, you know, I totally we're know mad. We're happy. All the time. We're, oh. we're spiritual. We're not. We're this. We're that. Whatever. We're all crazy. <laughs> and so to find anybody else on this planet is a blessing that you can get along with for an extended period of time. You're jamming. Right. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's it's hard to get along with yourself sometimes. It totally yeah, is. Sure like Mel is. was saying earlier, for she does the same thing. Writers like that too in this house. We're we're like our own best friends sometimes. Yeah, we're like, like being alone. Like Aaron's like, who the fuck is in your room? Nobody. Who are you talking to? Myself. Oh, yeah, myself. Maybe, maybe from like. You know, I crack myself at such up a young too. age. So does Mel. Mel, you crack oh, yourself. I, I crack you myself up. Bust out all all think you have somebody over and you're just busting on yourself. <laughs> Well, just from a young age, you know, I was a solo person for like, I was 14. I was like walking myself to work at the mall. I was like 
I just had a lot of alone time. And so I learned how to um, use it wisely and how to and appreciate, appreciate that it. Yeah. And to have fun with it. And then when I have a friend, then it's like a buddy that gets to come into fun time with me. Like that's. That's what it's about. Like, oh, you I'm already gonna... got your fun. You're like, that's cool. I got the fun zone already. Yeah, Come the fun zone over. started. Like, gosh, when, when I when me and JJ first started hanging out, and we went to <laughs> we went to Pietro's Pizza. <laughs> if anybody would have seen us from the outside, they were like, "What the hell are these two old ass women doing, acting like eight year olds?" But we were fucking cracking up, playing skee ball, pulling the tickets real slow to try to get more tickets out so we can get some fun stuff at the Trying little town. Yeah, but we're <laughs> fucking uh, like a few years ago. This wasn't even like no, forty one. I know it was. It was super fun. Like somebody to just do some silly ass shit with you, and then like since. Her, our relationship has um, evolved me and JJ. Like she lives on the other side of town. She fucking lives in Gresham. We don't see each other. Not even every month. We see each other maybe every few months. And when we get together, I almost always piss my pants because we're always, <laughs> I don't know if I want a friend like that. It's the best kind of piss you'll ever do. It's so fun. It's we the just, good pain. Because we used to work together and then like we've got, we just have it's a lot of, yeah, man, we just have a good time. And like, for me to not for if I would have listened to my mom all those years ago, I would have had a boring ass fucking life. What you man. just said there too, like and like what started <laughs> this whole conversation when Aaron asked the question, like like uh, using Cody as an example. There are some people like that. Like me, me and you both did that with Jaden when we worked at Shango at separate times. We we worked together, but different areas yes. of the cannabis business. And I had mentioned, you got to meet them. You're like, the one girl? We're, like, some people you just see yep. you and know. you know right oh, yeah. away, like, that person is special. That person's going to be in my life. Or at least, yep. like, that person's special. I need to know more about I them. felt like that with the Raverts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When we, oh, my gosh. When, we like, to their, the, yeah, when me and you went out, it yep. was like. I was like, oh, these people are going to be friends for the rest of We were life. so happy when we left because, okay, to have a single friend is fucking like finding a diamond in the rough. But to have a couple friend that are just that as are weird as we are, just as weird, but we equally like them just as much. Yeah. Like, oh, the husband's cool, but the wife's kind She's of a kind bitch. Of a or I freaking love that the wife and the husband. Yeah, he's just oh. he's boring. Yeah, been, he's boring. He's lame or whatever. That. Like Jason and Audrey are like that. Oh yeah. After hanging with them, like one time meeting them and hanging out and then meeting their awesome kids. Oh, oh, lifetime. See, that's what I meant and about like the, the friendships that we've made up here have been the most impactful. Those, those. To man, you. Yeah. Like I've learned so much from those people, you know, like, like then that's, I wasn't putting Apple down by saying that he's a different, it's different. It's just a different thing. Well, but I mean, I, I only would wanted to bring it up because we're talking about friendship and there's no deeper friendship than that, that I've but ever been a, aware that's of. Like, that's, that's what that is. Like, he's not your boyfriend, is he? No. <laughs> okay. And he's not, Absolutely he's not, not blood. No. He's a friend. And even though it's definitely deeper, like emotionally and psychologically, that's still the, that's my brother. Like, as far as I'm concerned, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's, Apple is my brother. The, it, it's, it's not like best friend. <laughs> He's my best friend. Like we're in junior high school. Like 
Don't that is literally, <laughs> literally my brother. It's back to the beginning. He ain't, he ain't heavy. heavy. He's my brother. When I slept for a good, good example of friendship, too, <laughs> is like today, I really missed out on going. You guys, you drove to... Salem, Salem to go to go have oh, lunch yeah. to go meet up with Brady for lunch because it's been mm-hmm. a while and I mean I'm like we'll tell Brady how, I'm gonna call Brady right now and had a nice chat with him and everything you know we've Jen and Brady are another another yeah another yep. another cool. couple that came into our life and was like we're staying yeah mm-hmm. we're, we're we're putting up shop yeah. and for and friendship and and I, it can I, be complicated friendship can be complicated but it's Beautiful. But aside from, and this is my only point of view, aside from- Your only one? Well, my my solo point of view, I'll say. Oh, okay. Aside from being married and finding your, your life mate, having a great friend is, okay, third. Because when you have dope kids, yeah. that, that's even, you know, that's Sydney's and Simon are my best friends ever. But like when you're beyond that, you don't have kids or you do or whatever, friendships are- they're like jewels that you get to decorate your life with. Yeah. Yep. And I'm going to, I'm going to segue into something here too. Like here's another definition of a good friend, like uh writer. Oh, Aaron's nephew writer. Since we moved out, I've known him since he was a baby, little turd. And <laughs> I always enjoyed his company. He was always the fucking one who brought the party and was just like, like borderline out of control as a kid. Like still like that. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I kid. Well, sometimes when he wants to be out of control, he can get out of control, but like his, his friendship is, come to mean so much to me so this is why I'm, I'm asking everybody out there to keep me in their thoughts send me send me some positive energy and stuff uh i'm going in for surgery on thursday nothing major anything i've talked about on the show haven't in a while i'm getting hemorrhoid surgery uh-huh. like yeah super fun so i'm getting that done thursday the same day aaron and mel are going to be celebrating down in mexico i like the way that worked out too you guys are going to be keeping the energy high down there writer without hesitation and this is my point of friendship but i was like they call me and it's like we can get you i've been waiting for three weeks for this to happen and they call and it's like we have thursday at this time i'm like fuck aaron and Mellon are gone to mexico <laughs> writer's gotta fucking work and they're like can you be here you need somebody to drive you but i just said yeah what i'm gonna say no anyway i'm like yes i'll, I'll fucking figure this out i would have called several other friends if need but immediately asked writer hey dude i'm sorry but can you call out of work to like take care of me? <laughs> take me to the doctor for butt surgery and say, absolutely. Absolutely. I will. And like he even said, like they gave him a little pushback at work at first. And he's, he's like, like, I can call hey, in. He, yeah. He's like, I'll call out. Say, I'm telling you, I'm not going to be there. I got to do this for my friend. And he, he's become like a brother too. Um, this is, this is like a, everybody I, keep me in their thoughts. Root for me. I know everything will be okay. I'm just glad to be like, I keep saying it literally pun intended, get this behind me and get on with my life hey. and be healthy. Hey, this is, this is apples hemorrhoid. <laughs> Ew, I'm, not, I'm not your friend. Stop it. <laughs> you Pistol- it reminds me of Vader Zim with Pastulio. This is Pastulio. Man, I, I have to. Mel and I were driving from Salem today, and. You got sad about I, I got butt. sad about you, man. It, it made me sad. You got that, sad about me. It's yeah. It made me sad that her and I aren't going to be here to help take care of you after your surgery, man. So, 
Oh, I, I, hope okay. that, I hope that everybody out there that's listening, that you've listened for an hour and nine minutes of us talking. If you got to this point, that means that you love listening to the show or you left the room and just and you came back. To see where it was gonna <laughs> end fell, up. You fell asleep in yeah. the beginning. He just woke up. But Here's the thing, man. If you all could just send some positive vibes to Apple, it's happening this Thursday. And, uh, yeah, if if you have his number, maybe give him a call Friday, Saturday, see how he's doing. Or Texas. text. Text, yeah, probably text. I was gonna say, I really, my first we ever had a few people. They like, all oh, come by visit you. Simon was gonna come up and yeah, visit. He's like, no, maybe I'll wait. I, I was I, for the first. That's why I'm glad you guys are gone too. I'm I'm pretty much from what I've heard. The doctor said the first week is terrible. First week is a lot of pain, a lot of recovery, and everything. And you know, basically bathroom and bed. So, you know, just keep me in your thoughts and then reach out and like, like a week after. <laughs> yeah. See how he's we'll doing. Have, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Reach out and but again, this is one of those things that, you know, to take care of yourself, you know, go to the doctor when something's fucked up. <laughs> go to the doctor and get, yeah. get, it, get it looked at. Be good to your friends and go to the doctor. This is Shinola. If you get something, go to the doctor and get rid of it. <laughs> That's that's a don't trust Whitey. That's that right. the number that's the other one. Yeah, <laughs> that's all from the jerk. If anybody has not seen that, movie. yeah, go go back and watch Steve Martin yeah. and the Jerk, and you'll know what the hell we're talking. We're not about. Steve Martin plays banjo. He does. He and, does play banjo he, well. The Steve Canyon Rangers just came out with a new album, and it rips. Just saying. Um. So yeah, that's that's he's a, it. He's a rambling man. He is a rambling man, and he gets small. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get small. <laughs> oh man, we're showing our age. Apple. Um. I love you, man. Mel. What? 25 years, baby. You and me. Yeah. Charging into the future together on our translucent steed. (laughs) Our unicorn with lightning bolts. Celebration. And fish donuts. Fish donuts. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be something else, man. Yeah. I love you so much. Excited. Happy anniversary, baby. Thanks. Happy we, anniversary uh, to you. Unicorn. That just reminded me of something silly. <laughs> I think you've seen I, I've seen it before. I almost bought one yesterday at the zoo to have a souvenir. You've seen the shirt. It has the rhinoceros on it. And it says, save the chubby unicorns. It's it's, it's Oregon Zoo. Save the chubby unicorns. <laughs> God. Wow. All right. Well. That was a little silly. We'll, be, we'll be back next week. What? Well, if you guys have friends, cherish them. And if you have friends that you've had to let go, then I don't know. Sorry. And if you sorry. haven't had yeah, friends sorry. and don't trust people, take a chance once in a while. Yeah. yeah. That's it's tough to be like cut, cut it's off. It's so fun to do stuff with friends. The best way to have a friend is to be one. That's true. And that is so fucking true and so That's stupid true. and trite. And I want to say this um, episode is dedicated to Cody because yep. Cody is when you look up on the dictionary, if you anybody knows what a dictionary is anymore, <laughs> you look it up, Cody's name and his little face is going to be right there. It's like friend he's equals gonna, Cody. And he's going to yeah. be doing the Kermit. Yes. yes. Co- Cody, but we no, speak seriously, Cody, you have, you know, Aaron started out talking about you and what you've done for him. But when your partner has a friend that's a good friend to them, it changes their personality. And I've seen Aaron's literal personality change by you being his friend. You brought music into his life, which has made him softer and more easy to be around. It's helped him to process his feelings better. It's helped him to emote better. And like he said, it's helped him to be a better friend. 
mm-hmm. you know? And so oh. I, there's, n- there's never a thing that I could give you or a thing I can say to you that I can thank you enough for what you did for my best friend. So oh, I just want to say thank you, Cody, for your super sweet years of amazing friendship to the whole No Simple Road crew for real. To everyone, Darwin, yeah, yeah, yeah the whole crew, crew. and also a, a big shout out to his partner, oh, in Bree. crime, Bree, because <laughs> once you, once we got to know her, we realized how she facilitates him being who being he is, who he is. Yep. And then her witticisms and sarcastic. She is a perfect level of deviousness and sarcasm. She is such a fun, but then wrapped up in the most sweet, angelic, smiley, beautiful package that is equal parts charming, equal parts um, smiley, evil, like (laughs) chaotic, chaotic, neutral. The best, and she's just such a pleasure to be around, and so. self-assured yeah i love that about brie so much like she knows what she likes to do she knows what she doesn't like to do she knows what she she's just yeah self-assured people are cool to be around man that's for sure yeah they help boost that in you for sure so i hope that we can be friends friends. with all you out there (laughs) and hey do us a favor and tell your friends about us so we can be friends with them and we'll be back Next week with more stuff and I feel, things. I feel like we should like the Mr. Rogers music going do, out do, in our head. Do, do, do. Won't you be my Your neighbor? That's true. Hey, smile at a stranger. Please won't you. Safety be. third. Love one another. Hydrate. Wash your hands. And maybe make a new friend. We'll leave it at that. tell you about the April May 2023 issue of Relics magazine features a Dave Matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com/dmb. Thanks Relics. Hey, this is Steve Choi, host of the Musicians Guild podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. 
within the four walls of the Musicians Guild, we'll be discussing the habits, idiosyncrasies, experiences, and general psychology of my friends and peers, all involved with music in various capacities. Listen and subscribe at soundtalentmedia.com.